Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Photographic Memory Podcast. I'm excited to welcome the program Dr. Shannon Panzo. Dr. Shannon, what's going on? How are you? Oh, hey, I am healthier than ever, and I'm having a great day. I'm here talking with you. The sun's out. The sun actually came up this morning. Uh, some people, I guess, don't want it to, but it does anyhow. And so that's something we can make our day reliant upon. Exactly. So Dr. Shannon is a photographic memory expert, a brain management expert, and also he does mentoring. So go to zuxpro.com to find out about all the, the different things that Dr. Shannon does. And one thing today we're going to talk about that I think is important is brain health. Today, people have the problem, Dr. Shannon, of not understanding how important the brain is. They spend their time doing mindless activities and don't train and focus on how important the brain is to your overall health, which leads to lots of people with Alzheimer's because, uh, or, or dementia because they don't use their brain when they retire or they find it after their job's over or their day's over. They're not still stimulating their brain. They're just going to mush at five o'clock or six o'clock watching mindless activities that don't really help the overall brain. But today you're going to teach us if, if you don't have brain health, you don't have physical health. Your physical body will deteriorate if your brain is not continually be stimulated. Is that correct? Oh, yeah. In a nutshell, you could say you're uh, stop sitting on your brains. <laughs> right. And why well, is the brain not a valued commodity with some people? Well, it is a valued commodity. It's just that they don't understand how to exercise it. The brain is your most important muscle because the brain uh, from your brain, everything else works. If your brain isn't working, then everything else goes in, into deficit. Uh, now, this can be the autonomic functions of you breathing and your heart rate and all the, you know, all those types of things, the things that you take for granted to how your muscles function, how your, uh, how your uh, brain is actually interacting with your, uh, with your musculature, how you walk, how you stand, your posture. Uh, then, uh, of course, this is reflected in your health. Now, I have not seen too many people that are crippled over with, uh, with bad back and, and uh, you know, they have the neck going where they're literally a hunchback. I've never seen a person like that that, ha that reflects great health, not only in their phys physical appearance and ability, but also because things aren't functioning there. If you don't have... Uh, if you don't have your brain in order and basically your, uh, your neural net uh, obviously stems throughout your back. So if you have good posture, even such a little thing as good posture will actually make your brain work better. And these things are all missed. They're just not, they're just not thought of. And, and uh, us being a, um, a curly cue on a couch watching TV definitely doesn't help the matter much. Uh, so when it comes to, uh, when it comes to the brain, it's very important that we exercise that muscle properly. There is no other exercise available that does so much for you 
well, I'm sure the scientists will come up with something to stimulate your brain mechanically or, or such, um, <laughs> electronically, give you, give, give you electroshock therapy or something. But they're, uh, uh, the scientists have a different way of looking at things, obviously, in many ways. I look at things in a way that we need to exercise our brain. If we're exercising our brain, uh, our whole brain benefits from, from that exercise. There's the best exercise is exercising your photographic memory on your terms. And so whenever you're exercising your photographic memory, you can stimulate what is called neuroplasticity to occur uh, spontaneously within the brain. Now, this is usually a very slow process, uh, but if you are uh, if you're using photographic memory on a regular basis and challenging your brain, exactly. what happens is you trigger that neuroplasticity to make up for the difference in your brain. And so it starts rebuilding your brain a little bit faster than what it would normally do. Uh, there's always been a question about, well, gee, you know, you have somebody that's uh, been doing the wrong thing all their life. They've been drinking too much alcohol or smoking too many cigarettes. And yet they have a functional brain and you wonder, well, they've been burning out brain bits forever and ever. How come they aren't vegetables by now? Well, it's because our brain is dynamic. It keeps rebuilding itself. And that's, that's what neuroplasticity is. It rebuilds the brain. Uh, it may never be you know, com completely compatible with those types of things, but your brain health is also supported by what you put into your body. So it's supported by your nutrition. It's supported by the poisons that you put into your body as well. In other words, if you put poisons in, then you're going to be knocking off a little bit more than what you can chew, so to speak. Um, right. There's all kinds of good things that you can do. Uh, you've always heard, oh, you, uh, if you want to build your brain, eat fish. In other words, protein is good. And also the uh, omega, the omega oils are good for your brain. So these are all good things for your brain. You can support your, uh, you can support your uh, nutrition for your brain. And thus, this also supports your nutrition for the rest of your body as well. Okay, so uh, whenever it comes to brain resiliency, as you build your brain, and you build it stronger, you become resilient. Now, what do you wanna become yeah. resilient to? I think one of the most terrible things in the world is whenever a, uh, an educated intellectual person or just a general person in general suffers Alzheimer's and uh, dementia. Quite often, this leads to a loss of their personality, a loss of their connection to who they are right and this this is just it's a crazy thought to think that you're walking around and you stop knowing who you are what you've done in life all your accomplishments but yet you're walking around yeah. and that's been shut off from you you don't even know your family it's the most terrible thing in the world to think that you are now suffering a loss of identity now, you want to, uh, I would think that everyone that is watching this would want to not have that happen to them. 
because it, it would be a, a terrible waste. So it's really important that people start taking their brain health seriously so that you have less of this going on. I mean, we talk about all these other, uh, all these other things that are killing people, you know, right and left, but we, we typically, when it comes to the brain, it's, we don't like discussing it unless it directly involves us. And by then it's too late. So what you're saying is that stimulation of the brain, such an important thing, because you will lose brain cells at times, but you can regenerate brain, brain, uh, brain, but at one point it will not regenerate completely, but the way to stop it from decreasing and to the point where you cannot remember anything ever again is the more stimulation through photographic memory, especially mental photography, how does that help the brain? And then how does that brain help help your overall health? Well, okay, so what we do, what I teach, is I teach people how to use mental photography. Mental photography utilizes photographic memory to, cre to create the stimulus using very large amounts of information. And that information goes in at light speed. It's quantum level information. It's stimulating your brain in the way that it wants to be stimulating. And because it's doing that, it stimulates the, the triggering of neuroplasticity to occur. Now, what is the vehicle? It's using your photographic memory. Your photographic memory is on all sensory levels. So it's not just, not just visual. And by using this, by using this, what happens is you stimulate the brain, you exercise the brain, you make your brain stronger. By making your brain stronger, everything that you do in life, everything that you want to create, everything that you want to move into, uh, if, you, if it's something simple like, I want to elevate myself in my, in my employment, well, then you now have the ability to put together a plan of action that you simply didn't have before. Why? Because you're, you're able to think better. You're able to think clearer. Uh, and of course, ZoxPro definitely has the techniques that uh, it, they're key techniques. It's a system. And I recommend that everybody uses the whole system because if you don't use the whole system, you won't get all the results. Uh, the results will be slower. But if you use the whole system, then what happens, and it's, it is a very simple system, what happens is you have the keystones of putting together your brain better. And it's just a matter of you using it from that point on. And it also gives you certain strategies certain strategies, how to make various things in your life better. Now you could say employment, or maybe your relationships are more important. Uh, you know, it could be, it could be your, um, you're playing with the stocks or the cryptocurrencies. Doesn't matter. It makes you work better. Your brain works better. You're going to have better results. Okay. Plain and simple. It makes it plain and simple. And then that helps the better brain, the better health of your body, because your body will, what is that kind of the reason? So you talked about the body helping the brain, but how's the brain help the body? Well, let's start with the real basics, stress. 
Stress is your biggest killer because whenever you're in stress, whenever you're in stress, what happens is you are not functioning, functioning at your proper level. Uh, everything becomes much harder. Why? Because stress right. builds up cortisol within, within your system. It suppresses your immune system. You're more likely to get sick. Okay. If you worry about too many things, you start to get sick. That's why, uh, that's why you hear people say, oh, I've worried, worried myself, uh, worried myself to death, or I've worried, <laughs> worried myself sick over whatever it is. Well, that's why. And it's really a relationship that people are telling you within their body. So stress is something you want to get rid of. The opposite of stress is confidence. If you have the information, if you set aside your fears, if you conquer at least most of the stress, then what you see is you see confidence in approaching life. You see the confidence in approaching a new day in a new light and making something of yourself better and better each day. Right. Does that sound like something that people should want to have happen? Yes. And so stress is the biggest relationship to brain and body, then, correct? That well, I don't, I don't say that that's the only, it's not the only connection. There's a lot of connections that are going on, but it's the most obvious. It's the most obvious what people suffer each day. Gotcha. Okay. Where can people de-stress themselves and take this course? Where can they go? Well, de-stressing is a matter of you employing what I teach. What I teach is not necessarily going to be de-stressing at first, but as you continue to use right. what I teach you, then yes, uh, you will see you will see the stress levels go down because your confidence is building in what you're doing, uh, and this is going to be reflective in your life. So, where you go to get that, the first place to go obviously is oxpro.com, which right. is oxpro training, and that'll give you that'll give you the stepping stones, the fundamental pieces that you need to make a difference. Excellent. Well, appreciate it, Dr. Shannon. Another great episode, zuxpro.com for more information. Look forward to chatting with you again next week. Thanks for having me again, Neil. All right, guys, that was the Photographic Memory Podcast. Take care.